Fresh off their trip to the Great American Beer Festival, three award winners from Arizona join us next on the Phoenix Magazine Podcast. This episode of the Phoenix Magazine Podcast is sponsored by Garrison Brothers High Fashion Takeover. You still have a few days in September to celebrate America's favorite cocktail, the Old Fashioned, through Garrison Brothers High Fashion Takeover. Go right now to the website, highfashion.com. That's high, H-Y-E, highfashion.com to get the list of local bars and restaurants here in the Valley serving up innovative takes on the old-fashioned using high-quality Garrison Brothers bourbon in the recipe. Share your best photos on social media with the hashtag HighFashioned and make sure to tag Garrison Brothers and Boot Campaign for a chance to win some cool prizes. For every post, Garrison Brothers donates $2 to the Boot Campaign to support their life-changing programs for veterans and military families. For more information on the whole thing, visit highfashion.com. That's high, H-Y-E, highfashion.com. On today's episode, we're celebrating some big wins. Five Arizona breweries took home a total of six medals from the GABF last weekend in Colorado. It's Arizona's most successful year at the GABF since the eight-medal hall in 2019. And on this episode, we have three interviews uh, with Drew Poole, founder of Ren House, which won a pair of bronze medals. Josh Archie Archuleta, the head brewer and main operations guy at Flying Bassett Brewing, which won a gold, the lone gold for, for an Arizona brewery. And two newcomers from Tucson's Basin and Range Brewing, Rebecca and Adam, fresh off their silver medal win. Now, that was one when I was watching the medal ceremony, uh, kind of made me say, who? You're going to find out who they are, but first, uh, it's quickly becoming one of Arizona's most recognizable breweries on the award stage, and it also has a new location in Ahwatukee. We're talking about Ren House, of course, and we start this compilation of award-winning interviews, or I guess interviews with award winners, with Drew Poole, founder of Ren House, fresh off his trip to GABF. Well, we welcome on now a very good guest here. This is a returning guest, Drew Poole, the founder of Ren House. Drew, congrats on the medals. And I imagine you're you're now back from, what, a long weekend in Denver? What What is that like, uh, The a, a full, is it a long weekend for GAB? Uh, yeah. Is it a full week? Uh, it's definitely uh, a long weekend. You know, get there Thursday in the morning, immediately start, um, you know, hitting various events, um, you know, meeting with Brewers Association people, importers, exporters, um, other breweries. And then, you know, f- the event actually kicks off Thursday night and then there's a Friday night session, uh, Saturday double session and then kind of head home Sunday. And is it the what's the highlight? Is it the award ceremony or is it some of the other outside events? Um, what do you what do you like most about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, now after going for a few years, definitely the highlight is just reconnecting with your industry peers um, across the country, right? Everybody's there. Um, so really, you know, enjoy spending a lot of like quality time with other breweries, other brewery owners, um, just talking about the state of the business, um, kind of the things they're seeing, the things we're seeing, um, you know, how they're adapting to the, to the market, all that cool stuff. Um, you know, the award ceremony is also super fun. It's, it's a little nerve wracking. Um, and the event's always great to just, um, you know, hear direct feedback from, from customers, um, again, to meet some like industry luminaries. We were in a booth next to Vinny at Russian river, which was awesome. Um, you know, saw Sam from 
dogfish head. So, you know, it's always, it's, it's just a great way to run into a lot of people. They put those two booths by each other. I imagine that's got to be like the longest lines in the, in the whole festival, right? Ran house. Uh, well, I, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're still kind of building a name. Um, so we, we had a good line for, we did time fours of King snake, but, um, you know, the Russian river line was, you know, a good 75 people deep the whole, the whole time. That's insane. Insane. Well, uh, back to the, the medals. You, uh, congrats on the uh, two bronzes, uh, one for extra special bitter for your hooks and done. And the other was a bronze in the uh, juicy or hazy Imperial IPA category for blue quad roller skates. That's yeah. one I've had. So what what is that like when, when you hear the Ren House name when it comes to like it's the world's <laughs> biggest beer festival award competition and you get you hear your yeah what is that like? yeah i mean it's it's um i mean it's amazing I, I i would uh put it up there with you know one of the best best feelings in the world right I, I think it's just for us it's i mean for me personally i'll say it's it's more of a affirmation that you know the things we're doing are are right um i think for our brewers it's a time to celebrate that um you know they they feel like they're you know making the best beer possible right um so i think it's it's an amazing feeling it's awesome to share it with with the broad team and um you know again for us it's it's all about the long the long plan the longevity of you know our goal is to win brewery of the year you know and we're not we're not shy about saying that um you know that's the eventual goal um you know, I think we were up to five medals now, um, a couple of golds and the bronzes and all different categories. I, I think it's, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to get better every year. And, you know, we want to be um, up there with with other, you know, Breakside and and Wibby and, and the guys that are winning <clears throat> the Brewery of the Year competitions. You know, we we want to bring that to Arizona. Johan just uh, stepped in. So say hi, Johan. Hey, Drew. How's it going? Oh, hey. Good. How are you? Uh, good, good day. On, on that brewery of the year, uh, what category would you guys fit into? Because they do by barrel size. Um, and yeah. so there's what about maybe five or six of those given out? Yeah, they did one for like sub hundred barrel. They did one for sub thousand barrel. And then, you know, between one and five and then five and 15 and then above 15. So we would be, you know, between five and the five and 15. Gotcha. You know, Johan, they, uh, I was watching that uh, on the live stream of that Saturday morning, and there's a category where it's Brewery of the Year, zero to 250. And it, wow. it kind of struck me, the zero part, like I got that down. Why I can be nominated <laughs> for that, right? Yeah. I've produced zero barrels of, yeah. of beer. So. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the some of the guys that do super small batches, and I think actually the folks that won in, in Tucson, it's, it's kind of like that. It's almost like a gypsy setup where they're doing super small batches of stuff um that maybe they're cracking like a barrel uh worth of beer sort of thing yeah no that's great um i'm sure matt already went through this but uh big congrats man uh thanks yeah appreciate it it's a big deal and then back to back you know after getting gold for fest beer last year and then uh two bronzes this year and i can't imagine that the uh, hazy imperial ipa category was a uh a uh, small number of submissions so i'm sure you guys were yeah. against a lot of people on that so congrats dude That's awesome. thanks yeah i think on the imperial hazy one uh you know north park got 
silver, right? So I think North Park is widely seen as one of the best IPA makers um, in the country, right? So um, you know, being next to them is is pretty awesome. When you hear that, uh, obviously there was um, uh, beyond Renhouse, there were four other Arizona-based breweries that won. Do you get just ex- excited to hear that get called as you do for for your own? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, I think one thing's been super clear, um, you know, going to the events, um, you know, I think before, you know, you kind of crack that, the code or, you know, (laughs) of like winning something, I think after that, it's all, you know, it's all gravy, right? I think you, you sort of cross over into that territory of, um, you know, just super kind of thankful and more reflective and, and happy for, you know, other breweries to, you know, also kind of get there and, and be able to, to kind of show their brewing skills, right. Um, to a full, full country audience. Um, and I think from Rob's point of view, you know, Rob Fulmer for the guild, um, you know, I've also learned from him that, you know, just, just kind of creating a name for Arizona beers in general is, is a huge undertaking. Um, and I think it's a super noble cause. Right. And I think for us, um, you know, it's almost like we're like flyover country for beer. You know, everybody's going to San Diego or LA or up to Portland or Seattle. And, you know, there's huge breweries on the East coast and Arizona nobody talks about. Right. So I think it's awesome when our state can win a bunch of medals because, you know, now we're in the conversation and, we're no longer, you know, uh, a side piece or, or forgotten about. Yeah, absolutely. No, and, and I, I always tell people that like Arizona's beer scene is so underrated nationally. And so, you know, seeing, seeing the results that we, you know, saw this year um, and, and the results that we saw last year with you guys, I mean, the Oktoberfest category has also got to be probably just as big in, in terms of submissions as the, the IPA category. So, um, I mean, you, you guys are clearly doing things that are, uh, you know, as good or better than, you know, the top breweries in, in the country. Um, and, and it's, it's just very exciting to see that recognized. And, and, you know, I, it's, I remember last year I was at Oso and Gilbert when, uh, they announced the Oktoberfest, uh, you know, the Festbeer medal and, seeing the brewers at Oso react and seeing, you know, one of your brewers was there and his response to it, like, it was just, it's, it's clear that as a, as a community, you know, we're all just, we're all just rooting for each other. And that whole rising tide lifts all ships mentality is, is so totally, you know, so pervasive here uh, with the beer community. So it's, yeah, it's just exciting to, you know, to see us, to see, I say us, like I'm, you know, part of it, but to see Arizona, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. Yeah. And I mean, it, it also, you know, from, I think not only from like a broad consumer point of view, but also from an industry point of view, you know, I think, um, and you can see it really apparent at JBF that, you know, Denver breweries and California breweries and, Texas breweries that will just win tons of medals and clean up, you know, they're just considered at another tier than everybody else. Right. So, um, you know, if you introduce yourself and you're like, you know, Hey, we're a brewery from Wyoming or something, people are like, Oh, they, they make beer in Wyoming. Do you guys like win any medals? Right. So I think for Arizona to get to that level of, you know, starting to 
you know, get consistent winning 10 medals or more every year would be, I think, huge for our state. So, uh, yeah, to recap, uh, six medals at GABF for, for Arizona in total, the, the best showing since 2019 when statewide breweries won eight medals that year. And the actual record is nine in 1998. So that was the most uh, for Arizona. So, Drew, moving on to, to uh, yeah, congrats on the the opening of Renhouse Sued Hall in Ahwatukee. It's been um, a couple years in the making, but I know you guys put a lot of uh, effort and time. I'm actually going there tonight to, to meet some folks. So I'm looking forward to going. That'll be my my uh, maiden voyage at, at the, the new Sued Hall. How's it going there so far? And uh, yeah, I know you were telling me just before this that the food is going to be ready here pretty soon, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's been going great. And... Um... You know, it's funny, uh, speaking of GABF, some of the brewers that we ran into from other states, um, you know, we got tons of feedback from them. They're like, oh, man, that's so rad. Like, we've been wanting to do, you know, like Euro Beer Hall type things for a while. So I think it's, um, you know, I think the concept is is proven itself out. I think there's a lot of excitement for it. Um, we've been super busy, which has been awesome. Um, since we opened, you know, we've been open like a week now. Um, but the feedback's been great. Um, I think we try to create an environment that's a little upscale, like in its vibe, you know, we have like white oak tables and a nice brass top and, um, you know, nice green tiles and, and all this stuff. And, um, you know, at the same time, it's also casual, right? We have people, you know, straight out of college that come in people with families, older folks that, you know, come in as well for the German beers or people in the neighborhood. So it's, it's a really great, um, diverse crowd. And we've also seen, you know, from just a consumer habit that, you know, anything we put up on the board, people are ordering, but even like, you know, we put up some Rauch beers or some smoke beers that, you know, we flew through a couple of kegs of those, um, you know, people are just excited to try those styles. I think, you know, Arizona and Phoenix in general, um, there's a lot of tech workers, you know, that get to travel a lot, um, you know, especially to Europe and Germany. And um, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me at Sud Hall and been like, you know, oh, man, these beers are great. I, the last time I had that was in Bamberg or in Munich or whatever. Right. So I think it's kind of like pent up demand. And it's been exciting to see everybody really just warm to the idea. And then, yeah, on the food side, you know, we've been testing the menu with Derek. Um and Derek's been, you know, just killing it in the back, creating like some of the best food I've tried in a very long time. And uh, today we're training um, the kitchen staff in front of house. And, you know, we're hoping to have food ready to go by this weekend um, for our Oktoberfest. Awesome. I, I know, uh, speaking personally, as someone named Johan Bornholtz, uh, I'm very excited <laughs> nice, about you know, German style uh, beer hall like that. I have been. Yeah, this is into... the only German I've been around. <laughs> I, think I, need, I need your guys' beers to. I, to yeah, I have been uh, to the suit hall already, and I I absolutely love the space. I think it's it's uh it's really well designed. Um, it's it's fantastic. Uh, I will I will kind of poke at you a little bit. Uh, I brought my nine month old, and there weren't any high chairs yet. So make sure you get your high chairs in there, so I can bring my baby. Nice. Yeah, well, we did just install uh, baby changers in the bathrooms okay. yesterday. So wow. Bill was, you know, putting those in all day. So, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, high chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful space, and and um, I I got to drink the the dunkel that you guys have there, and that's one of my favorite styles of beer. So I was, uh, it, it it really is fantastic. And as as I understand it, the one you're opening in uh, over where the old PV Mall was is going to be more of an English pub type of hall. Is that did I hear that right? Uh, I don't know who you're getting your information from, but it's still TBD. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of okay. secret but but yeah i mean we're going to do something different right i mean it's like we want to we want to create experiences right like full-on go in depth into a certain concept so so yeah it could be you know something like that um but but yeah i mean it'll be definitely unique and different than anything else we have yeah we'll edit that out i i've read that headline on abc 15 also maybe they maybe they're uh fooling with us but uh, oh, they got some moles in in the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the back office the uh so yeah you have the, the this this great uh chef uh, james beard nominated chef Derek christensen um at, there at the suit hall location i'm curious it does it allow you guys this new location to brew your own um kind ca- take on european style beers or will they all be relying on imported stuff yeah so it's a it's a little bit like 50 50 almost um you know we do make a number of euro beers and we're we're getting more focused on that with suit hall open so um you know like prasnabrana is is a great one um that you'll try later tonight um that we've flown through at at suit hall but um yeah, I mean, we have a range of Euro styles that uh, we really like making that we'll, we'll keep brewing. You know, Fest Beer, our GABF Gold Beer from last year, um, I think we almost released it too early this year where we sold through almost all of our draft beer um, in like two weeks. So we needed to like make another batch, but, you know, that beer takes about eight weeks to make. So you kind of got one shot to make it. But short answer is, is yes, um, we're definitely going to, um, keep brewing a, a number of styles and then working on, you know, various importers to get in some, you know, special, unique stuff. Love that. I love that. Well, Drew, uh, let everyone know again about the Oktoberfest coming up Saturday at, at all the locations, right up in Prescott, yep. the, the the original one in Phoenix and the new one in Alatuki. You guys got Oktoberfest going on this Saturday, September 30th. Uh, so get out to Renhouse. Have, have, have a fest beer. Have a have a leader yeah have have a good european style beer and uh drew we thank you so much for for being on here and congrats again on the medals yeah thanks guys thanks to drew we'll see you uh next week if rainhouse is able to capture some awards at our local competition the arizona craft beer awards and yes the medal ceremony for acba is friday night october 6th it's a private event the acba fest social media channels We'll also be announcing medal winners as they're announced, so make sure to follow those accounts as well as our main Phoenix Magazine accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then uh, you're going to want to make sure to join us in three weeks for the Arizona Craft Beer Awards Festival. A bunch of these brewers that win awards, man, they want to show it off, bring out the beer to that festival. It's out on the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium on Saturday, October 21st from 1 o'clock in the afternoon to 5 p.m. VIP tickets are going to get you in at noon. Uh, tickets are still available at azcraftbeer.com. That's azcraftbeer.com. You can also go to that site, azcraftbeer.com, and see the list of breweries, food trucks, vendors, cideries, wineries, all the sponsors that we're having for the festival. It's azcraftbeer.com. 
we're adding to that list every week breweries such as Oro Brewing, 8-Bit Ale Works, and Prime Porch are going to be there along with Desert Monks, Arizona Wilderness, Simple Machine, Greenwood, so many more. It's uh, it's approaching about 30 beer tents at my last count, so make sure to get your tickets today at azcraftbeer.com. And our next interview was over the phone with, with a guy who's always busy, always hustling around. It's Archie from Flying Bassett. Uh, and his is such a unique story. He's going out on top with a gold medal in his pocket and perhaps maybe his own place down the road. All right, we welcome on a very special guest, Josh Archuleta, better known to everyone around here as Archie. Uh, he's the head brewer over at Flying Bassett Brewing. Archie, congrats on the gold medal at GABF. What's that like, hearing, you, hearing your name, your brewery's name, and gold behind it? Uh, it's pretty surreal, man. Um, you know, we, as most know, Flying Bass is closing at the uh, end of this month. Um, the owner's um, taking a, a different turn and going to a different uh, a different path. And, um, you know, we had already submitted beers to GABF whenever this went down. And um, the owners, prior to making the announcement they were closing, wanted to, hey, let's go to GABF. Let's, let's see what it's all about. We've never been. And, you know, we were all super excited about it. Show up there, really didn't uh, know what we were getting into. We didn't know how the festival worked. We didn't know how anything happened. So, um, you know, got all situated with the Arizona crowd up in the stands and uh, in the convention center. And, you know, we were going through, we had seven beers submitted, and that was the final category of our submissions to be called. And um, when that when it went off, man, we, we all flew out of our seats and just just freaking out. It was so cool. It was just an unreal, surreal feeling for me and um, just a huge blessing to be a part of it all. So definitely um, just surreal, man. I still can't imagine. I just still can't get over it. It's just such a cool feeling. Super man, cool. That's um, yeah. That's great. It's got to be uh, a little bittersweet too, knowing our already got kind of going in, knowing that you guys are closing down operations coming up on this Saturday, um, last day for Flying Bassett. But to go out as a winner uh, and like one one kind of last hurrah with with the Flying Bassett team up there. Were you guys pouring beers um, up there, or were you just kind of there as like brewery um, participants, spectators, or festival goers? I guess. Yeah, we were like festival goers. We went uh, a couple sessions, and then um, and then we we attended the award ceremony and, uh, and and tried to hit up some local breweries that we've never heard of and have heard of that had some pretty big names and recognition behind them already. You know, just want to sample their beer too. And we had a, we had a great time. Um, and yeah, it was, it was interesting, man, you know, being there as the, as a last hurrah. And, um, you know, as many know in the industry, uh, my wife and I, we have, uh, one, when we reopened from COVID, um, my wife and I pretty much took over the operations, the day-to-day, the tap room, the financials, um, all the products, social media, um, I do all of our can labels. I mean, we took over the whole bit for the owners. Um, so for the past, you know, three and a half years or so, we've it's it's been just as much as our brand as it has been theirs. And so it's extremely bittersweet for us because we've seen such amazing growth and we've been working really hard to put out good beer and represent Arizona craft beer the best we can. And um, this was just, uh, it was very, very bittersweet, but uh, such an amazing feeling. So what's next for, for you as a brewer? 
Well, I mean, uh, we're not we're not ready to leave the uh, industry. Uh, you know, I left my corporate career uh, almost six years ago to to be a brewer, and we we figured out how to make it happen, and we've overcome a lot of obstacles, and uh, we're we're not we're not ready to we're just not ready to leave the industry. So there's potential with um, you know maybe maybe acquiring some stuff from Flying Bassett. Uh, there's uh, some other opportunities that have been presented to us in, in, in the um, just a couple weeks back, and right now we're kind of filtering through all that, and just uh, on the on the immediate side, it's helping the owners, you know, close out their chapter in the brewing industry, and and then uh, probably after this week we'll 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 know a little bit more. But um, the goal was to always open our own brewery, and that's I, I believe that's. Uh, what our our goal is still and steadfast um i just don't have a timeline on it but um once i do i mean i'll definitely reach out that way you can you'll know and can um you know spread the word yeah i think everyone needs to know that because you like you said uh you know i i met you a couple of years ago um and you've got all these connections and you know everyone and and your beers have now just won GABF, but you also won World Beer Cup uh, this past year. You were um, one of the uh, best in show uh, finalists in our Arizona Craft Beer Awards uh, last year, and uh, you know this is there's this unlimited potential I feel for for beers made by made by Josh Archuleta. So um, yeah, definitely keep us in the loop for whatever you decide on. Uh, sounds like you got lots of options. And um, for people who want to get out there for for a last celebration at Flying Bassett, uh, what do you guys have coming up this weekend? Um, I mean, right now it's uh, it's um, the owners, I believe, will be on site. Unfortunately, I can't be there on Saturday. Uh, My wife and I, we have uh, our Mindful Militia apparel company, and we're going to be out at a uh, tattoo event that's, that's talking about mental health awareness and uh, suicide prevention. So we're going to be on site um, at the Wookie Style Tattoo this weekend for that. And um, but the owners, I believe, I mean, they're you know all the beers discounted. They're trying to make that final push to you know see how many kegs they can kick. And um, there's still probably about 12 beers on draft. And um, I know that there's going to be a lot of people coming in Friday um, and Thursday, I believe, too, just to you know, kind of some industry people that want to come in and, and do some stuff. So um, definitely just kind of come get it while it's cold, you know. For sure, for sure. Well, uh, Archie, man, you, you took home Arizona's lone gold at uh, GABF this week. Uh, you know, contemporary goes a category. How about that? Is that, is that even a, a beer that you like, or is that one of those that, like, you're – your customers demand and you, you end up brewing it even though you may not like it. You know, I actually, I actually really, really like Goza style. Um, generally I go after just one that's just, just a not, not contemporary style, just a classic. Um, and we were kind of the quintessential Arizona beer, right? Like, yeah, I think it's, you have the ingredients here and, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just a it's a good beer. I like the little bit of salt on the finish from the like we used Himalayan salt in the in the finish of it, um, and that was added in the boil. Um, and and we started tasting the base beer, 
and we we just wanted to figure out what we were going to go. We we were going to go with prickly pear at first, and um, and do some herbs, but uh, we decided to hold off until we kind of figured out what the what the ideal profile was going to be. And the original design of the beer was to be very low ABV. Um, we wanted it to be a pool beer, but you know, we're like, well, salt, you know, that's kind of good and that's kind of refreshing, but what could, what could, what goes well with salt and like fruit profile and, you know, you make a margarita or something and it's got salt on the rim. And, um, so we started thinking about citrus and then, uh, so then we, we just, we're like, well, we don't want to just do one citrus. We want to have this kind of, uh, blended, like one doesn't overpower the other, but you're going to pick them all out. And maybe it's, in the, you know, depending on how your palate is, maybe it's in the front, maybe it's in the you know, we just kind of was all over with it, and uh, we ended up on a blend of grapefruit, blood orange, and uh, tangerine, and uh, man, it just came out phenomenal, and then we had to pick a name, and we're like, well, it's a, it's something I want by the pool, something for the heat, it's like a snack, you know, and then that's whenever we were like, oh, well, it's all citrus, it's citrus snack, so that's kind of where we came up with that, and and just kept going with it, man, and it, it, it brought home a goal. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I I, I love to hear that you, you still have a great passion for brewing, uh, even in the uh, the the face of close having to close down flying basses. So I, I yeah. wish you nothing but the best in the future, and uh, hope your options come out come out well. Uh, and I, I know you're a busy guy, so I will let you go. But I appreciate you taking a couple minutes and uh, chatting with us, and uh, let letting Absolutely. everyone know. Absolutely about uh what's next for you and um congrats again on the medal well i appreciate it man and thank you for your time um and and, and listening and, and kind of hearing a little bit of my story and um and we we greatly appreciate it i'm super blessed and uh and look forward to the future and um you know hopefully we'll have some updates for um the industry on on our next moves and where we're going uh relatively soon great that that's Archie out at Flying Bassett. Thanks so much, man. Thank you. That interview with Josh Archuleta was brought to you by the High Fashion Takeover from Garrison Brothers Distillery. High, the name for the small town outside of Austin, Texas, is where the stars at night are big and bright, and it's also where Garrison Brothers distills all of its fantastic bourbon. Visit highfashion.com to get a list of local bars and restaurants creating old-fashioned recipes using Garrison Brothers bourbon and become a part of the high fashion takeover all throughout the month of September. Now let's get to the final award-winning interview that we have here today on this episode. Two folks who I saw on the stage at GABF for the first time in my life and had no idea that their brewery existed until now. It's Rebecca and Adam from Basin and Range. Well, we now welcome on two very special guests zooming in. From the Utah-Colorado border, guys, thanks for being here. It's Rebecca Carley and Adam Marshall from Basin and Range Brewing. It looks like a great day there on the on the border, Utah-Colorado. How's it going out there so far? It's going pretty radical. We're, we're glad to be out in the sun, but not the 100-degree weather that we've been having in Arizona. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Well, let me start here. Uh, when when On Saturday, when the guy on stage at GABF announces Basin and Range Brewing from Tucson, I kind of said audibly, who? And then you <laughs> and then you got some camera time there on the live stream. So we know that you're a real and you so what what are you guys all about and what's your brewery all about? Yeah, I think there was a big collective who spoken when when that award was announced. Um yeah, so we're we're basin and range, uh, wild western beer. 
Uh, we soft launched in um, early summer um, at, at the Real Wild and Woodsy Festival, which is a festival put on by the Arizona um, Brewers Guild. Um, and this year it was in Flagstaff at the Pioneer Museum. Our intention was to hard launch in October. We didn't know that it was going to come with you know, GABF medal, <laughs> but that's really just, uh, just icing on the cake for us. Um, so yeah, we, um, we're uh, basically an ethnobotanical brewery. Um, we, we contract brews, so we're an itinerant brewing company. Um, we contract at different breweries around the Western United States um, and make place-based beers that are using the ingredients of the region that we're brewing in, so. Okay, so yeah, they, they listed you guys from Tucson. So you're saying you, you can brew elsewhere, maybe, are, have you done anything up there in Utah or Colorado where you currently are parked right now? That's our that's our goal. That's our next steps. Yeah. Yeah, but as to as of yet, no, we have not brewed anywhere but in Tucson. So we're brewing out of downtown Tucson right now, and it's a pleasure brewing down there. We love Tucson. We love the community. Everybody down there is really really behind craft beer, and we appreciate that so much. And we're really really excited to get back to Tucson and see how it's going and release some of these uh, kegs out into the market. So the the silver medal you won in the contemporary goes a category, of course, Flying Basso won the gold there, but your medal uh, for In Bloom, uh, a goza with fig leaf and cactus fruit, and that's all kind of made possible from the summer monsoon, monsoon right? Absolutely, yeah, and we had an insane monsoon this year, so there last was, year, uh, yeah, so yeah. there was a bumper crop um, of cactus fruit, which really just was the inspiration behind making that beer. Um, it's really exciting that we were able to win um, a medal for a beer that's so in tune with what we do um, with using native ingredients and the process of, of gathering those was grueling this year. It was like 116 degrees when we were out there and, and we do it all just ourselves, the two of us. We don't buy any ingredients from, from concentrate or, or use any artificial flavors. So we're just out there collecting things. Um, we have, you know, a collection of private landowners who have agreed to to let us um, forage ingredients from their properties. So we're pretty excited that that's the one that that's our first entry. It's the first one that we put in, and it's the one that that was able to medal. So, are there are there really great spots around Arizona that um, you guys kind of those are your secret kind of go to spots, or how do you know where to look? Absolutely, yeah. Um, the Sonoran Desert is the most biologically diverse desert on the planet. Um, so there's a huge amount of edible plant foods that are growing there. So it's really just a playground um, if you're looking to make sort of uh, food products from wild plants. So we're really fortunate in that regard. Um, and then my background um, is in archaeology um, and ethnobotany. So and then Adam also works as an archaeologist and as a field biologist. So we have this sort of research background in identifying plants and working with um, native communities to sort of study and learn about their history of using these plants. So we have a lot of connections that we have in the community that we're able to sort of rely on to, to find these really good places. And we've spent years as, uh, as field biologists and archeologists just walking across the landscape. So. We spend a lot of time in the Sky Islands. We log 
mentally areas yeah, we're gonna go back to and then you meet you know ranchers and, and farmers along the way so all of those connections are great to draw on for you know making our brews i like it we usually hear about um you know engineers that always get together and go into the the brewing business now we have archaeologists kind of joining that that field is that is that common to do other archaeologists or is, is archaeology into into craft beer they're into drinking craft beer, certainly. <laughs> they like so it, yeah. it's, a, it's a natural progression. <laughs> um, I love on on your Instagram, you guys uh, at, follow them on Wild Western Beer, and uh, you say it's wild ales and Western beer for hippies and cowboys. Do you <laughs> fancy yourselves as either one of those, or is it kind of a mix? Yeah, I think yeah. we're both a little bit of both of those things, and so you know we want to appeal to to all elements and not be exclusionary in any way. So. It was really sort of our goal to to market our beers, both to the people who are a little more, you know, like vibey and then the people who just want like a damn good beer that they can drink on a hot day in Tucson. Yeah, so right. we're doing both the ethnobotanical beers um, and then also just re making really cool, crisp, like modern styles, um, hazy beers. That's really his specialty here. So we're kind of blending my sort of like ethnobotanical stuff and his as well. He's worked extensively doing barrel programs and all kinds of really cool, funky and wild things in the past. And now we're getting to put all that to use with our own brand. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I also saw going back to GABF the weekend, you guys were um, matched with a chef up there for their paired event where they put your beer with uh, his food, a local chef there in Denver. And I'm curious, uh, if when you go to make your craft beers, if if you think that maybe you, you make it that this is uh, going to be a beer that's uh, just enjoyed on its own, it's good that way. Or do you think that you're making a beer that um, is definitely going to be like a table beer that should be enjoyed with a certain type of meal? What's your approach on that? Our our whole approach when we founded this sort of brewing project was that we really wanted to focus on bringing local ingredients. Um, together with beer and food and presenting them in the place where they're from. So our our ethos is sort of to do wild um, field-based beer dinners and then pair them with our beer. So doing being able to do the paired event was just so right up our alley and everything that we care about in this kind of brand. And getting to do it with a chef like Jeremy Wolgamott was amazing because He's so like at the upper echelon of his. He game. has a history of beer pairing too. He started his uh, one of his first restaurants down in Louisiana, I think in New Orleans, and he was pairing five and seven course meals with beers. And at the time, it wasn't really well received because it was a little bit ahead of its time, it seems. So he ended up being the perfect chef for us to work with. And we also had the opportunity of driving our beers all the way up to hand deliver them to the BA. Uh, for judging. So we brought a couple extras so that he could have some and try them before so he could really work with the pairing so that when we finally brought that out to the public at GABF, they were just really spot on. So he knows what to do with what you present. That's that's very cool. Um, were, were there other beers that you entered into the GABF? We did. We entered one other beer. We entered an Australian pale ale. And if I, I my I, my hunch is that they canceled the category as everybody like I did entered a hazy pale ale. And so they didn't even announce a winner for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Sometimes at our, at our local competition, Arizona craft beer awards, we have to 
there might be a, a, a IPL or a cold IPA that gets lumped in with um, experimental or something, you know, along those. Cause yeah. we, we want to try to get people in, you know, enough entries into a category. So we mix categories. It's not quite on the level of GABF yet, but we'll hopefully get there <laughs> right. one day. Right. Um, let me, uh, let me finish up with this. You guys, uh, obviously are up there in, in Utah, Colorado, you're on your way back to Tucson very soon. Where can people find your beer right now and where can, where do you expect, uh, to be able to, uh, get a basin and range beer in the future? So right now the beer is only available at the production facility that we brew at in downtown Tucson. Um, but as soon as we get back on October 1st, uh, we've already promised kegs to tap rooms in Prescott and Phoenix and Tucson. So we're going to have a list of the full uh, places where we're available next week as soon as we get those kegs delivered. And then uh, we're just hitting the gas and making a go from there. So what we will have on tap will be our fig leaf and cactus fruit goza, which is the beer that won the silver GABF medal. And then in addition, we also have our um, hazy pale ale. Um, we have a our Atrox hazy IPA, which is brewed with green um, pine cones. <laughs> and, and then we have also our manzanita saison, which was fermented with um, manzanita berries. And manzanita is one of the um, sort of really red, gnarly, woody plants that grows mm -hmm. in the of Arizona. And the berries that it produces, um, it's called manzanita for little apple, and they taste just like little apples. So that's another cool ingredient that we can use to kind of get like a cider flavor in a beer. Does that, I'm curious, does that using those, those type of, you know, pine cones and stuff like that, does that make the, like the mash tun clean out a little bit harder or how, how does that work? No, it, it doesn't. They're not, they're not actually put in, in the mash tun. So I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> There. Well, very cool, guys. Um, and so the the production down there in 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 Tucson is it Voltron Brewing? Is that did I get yeah. that right? Okay, cool. So people can check out that for their first sip of uh, In Bloom if they haven't tried it already. And Adam and Rebecca, this has been great, guys. Thank you so much. Good luck. Uh, have fun on the road, and look forward to uh, sampling your beer in the future. Awesome. All right, excellent. Thank, Thank you, you. Matt. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks to Rebecca and Adam for joining us. And one last reminder about the Arizona Craft Beer Awards Ceremony. It's coming up this, uh, Friday night, October 6th. The Arizona Craft Brewers Guild hosts the awards ceremony. And make sure to follow along our Phoenix Magazine social media accounts for posts that night with winners and announcements. It's all going to lead up to the Arizona Craft Beer Awards Festival on Saturday, October 21st on the Great Lawn State Farm Stadium. Tickets are on sale right now at azcraftbeer.com. And the links to tickets can be found on any of our social media pages and on the homepage at phoenixmag.com. We're three weeks away. We're getting close to about 30 breweries. We're going to go over that, hopefully. Uh, it's the, the list of beer tents and breweries coming. is It's it's great. It's, it's going to be guys like Itsune, Rowan Brewing, State 48, 100 Mile, and Walter Station, along with um, our, our brewery of the year from 2022, Oro Brewing is going to be there. Oso is bringing out its stuff. Greenwood, Phoenix Beer Co. You can see the whole list, the full list, the growing list at azcraftbeer.com and get your tickets there too, azcraftbeer.com. The festival is Saturday, October 21st from 1 to 5 p.m. VIP ticket will get you in at noon so you can start drinking earlier. And we're going to have a great time on the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. There's shaded seating. 
There's real restrooms inside the Heritage at Sportsman's Park building. There's even sports betting at the uh, the, the sport the MGM sports book there with the Cardinal Zone. It's it's all part of it. You can go you can go here. You can go there. You drink beer on the lawn. Uh, more breweries are signing up to attend every week. So keep an eye on our social media pages for those announcements and azcraftbeer.com. Let me say it again. Get your tickets at azcraftbeer.com. Well, I thank you for listening. And as always, God willing, we will talk next week. Mm-hmm.